They're great questions. I look forward to it. I, I was asked, do I sponsor? I, I put my email uh, on my name and please email me and I'll be happy to talk to you um, about any questions or, or about sponsorship as well. Um, I've never turned down a sponsorship, but my method of sponsoring is not necessarily as um, what everyone wants because uh, I'm very hands-off. But anyway, when you find yourself struggling with any, anything, do you have any shortcuts to surrender and redirecting your attention? Well, the big book provides the little mantras. I'm no longer running the show. 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 You say that enough time, at a certain point, you say, I'm no longer running the show. Thy will not mind be done. Thy will not mind be done. Till you go, oh, thy will not mind be done. You know, so those are the only uh, things uh, um, that, that I know about, uh, sort of the step 11 daily prayers. Um, my, it's, it, the, the, that's the only shortcut I have. The other ways is doing a step 10 on the issue, um, which is steps four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. How do I conduct my own analysis? I keep switching from it being purely behavior to it being ingredients of it. Our pamphlet, Dignity of Choice, is very good on this because I think it is a combination, for, for most of us, it's a combination. For some of us, it may only be one or the other. Um, I, I would say you do it with someone who is pretty knowledgeable and is flexible. I would, uh, you know, there are a lot of people in Norway who want to tell you what you should be abstaining from. And uh, I think there's a real danger of that. And it's against the group conscience of OA as expressed in the pamphlet, Dignity of Choice. Uh, you should have do your own analysis. I'll be happy to anyone. I mean, it involves a cross-examination. Uh, as an ex-lawyer, I, I have done that at times, and I'm happy to help anyone do that. What are some of the compulsive eating behaviors you identified? The first two I identified right at the beginning because I, I had identified the foods and had been absent for six months with those foods, but hadn't lost any weight. They were all volume issues. And, and, and volume issues are the ones I still have to work on, uh, not in terms of um, you know, I, I, I'm on a healthy body weight, but I still have to be uh, very conscious of them. The first two eating behaviors for me was the need to chew all the time. Uh, just keeping my mouth busy, chewing gum, chewing hot air popcorn, chewing celery, as one of my uh, weigh and pay uh, diet programs suggested I do to keep my mouth busy, caused my, my, my wish to have more and more uh, when I was eating my regular non-cravings food to non-trigger foods, they caused me to eat more. Uh, and the other was that I was sort of trained as a young child to show love by eating right up to the top of my neck, um, not quite literally. And I had to learn how to, how to lower the full part to what for me meant sense, um, made some senses around my belly button, even though biologically, evidently it makes no sense or anatomically. But that's sort of that concept of uh, finding some way to lower the volume if you have to lose weight or raise the volume if you have to gain weight. Um, and, and there are many other things people have identified, nighttime eating. So I, I went to three meals a day, no chewing, no sucking in between, nothing. And that really did a lot for me. I, 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 and, and, uh, and then I found a way to stop when I was not completely full. Uh, as I get older, my metabolism changes. Uh, I may have to wait, do more weigh and measure as many of my friends do. Um, how has the way you work your program changed as you moved into more and more years of recovery? Almost more frantic in doing step 12. Um, I would say that step 12 is more significant. And I would say I'm paying more attention to step, step 11 these days. I, 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 I was taking it more for granted than I am now. So that's, that's uh, how I've changed. Plus, 
as time goes on, I've changed my plan of eating. I've added some foods to it um, that I, I can't indulge in. And I've been more discerning it among some of the blanket, uh, the foods that I blanketly said I wouldn't eat. Uh, I've, I've now able to eat some of them uh, because of their nutritional importance to me, given my own, uh, my own eating. How do you experience direction from higher power? I love this question because I am an agnostic atheist or an atheistical agnostic. I, I, I went into this program that way and I, I still am that way. Uh, I was asked early on, what do you believe, what do you think is more important than you are? And it wasn't hard for me to come up with truth, love, justice, and beauty. Um, these are things I would die for love. No question about that. I put myself in, I, I kill, I die for my children, my wife. Um, I don't know if I die for truth or die for justice. I'd like to think that somehow I could be that heroic, but they will live beyond me. And when I thought about what direction means, for many people, direction is being pushed from behind by their deity, the scriptures or their ministers or something like that sort of saying, this is what you should be doing. For me, it is, I, I envision a compass. There's a true north of truth, love, justice, and beauty. And there are 359 degrees of Laurie, Laurie's way. And I have to learn to find a way to go in the direction of truth, love, justice, and beauty. So I'm pulled. I'm not pushed, I'm pulled. And that's, that's how I experience direction from a higher power. And the steps, steps 10, 11, and 12, help me get rid of any sense of wanting to be my own God or wanting to be in charge of life. Uh, and, and thus I am thinking always, how can I be more truthful, more honest, more, more uh, just, more moral, more, you know, uh, more useful in life. Can you say more about your higher power? Yes, I, I, uh, that you define as your deepest values. How do you stay connected to your higher power throughout the day? I practice what I would call a good enough program. Uh, I do my best to stay connected. At times, my wife will tell you, I'm not as connected as she'd like me to be. Um, I just do my best and I review what I've done at the end of the day and I try to do better the day, the day after. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a poster child for OA, but I am connected as much as I need to be in order to live through each day. Uh, self, what is the difference between self-centered and selfish? This is a big book question. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's one of the four character defects we have from the big book, step four. For me, selfish is self-willed, wanting things to happen. I'll just finish this question that I'm done, right? Wanting things to happen my way, regardless of the motivations. Self-centered uh, or self-seeking is how does this all define me? How do other people define how I feel about myself? It's more in internal. That's how I see it.